Hi, today I'm going to share with you the NLP communication model. Have you ever wondered what is it that makes my world my world and how do I end up with the behaviors that I have? How do I communicate in the way that I do? Well, with my friend Sally that I will introduce to you in a moment, I'm going to explain the NLP communication model to you. The NLP communication model to me explains so much about why I do what I do and why other people do what they do and how we have the behaviors and outcomes that we do. So here's my friend Sally. Here's Sally. Now here's how Sally works. What Sally is, this communication model is based on, is a study that was done in about 1956 or so. And I have no idea how they came up with these numbers. They may or may not be accurate for today's world where we have a lot more going on in our awareness, but back to Sally. So with Sally, what this is saying is that every moment an event is happening. Based on this study in the 1950s, apparently they came up with a number that said there are about 2 million bits of information coming into our awareness at any given point in time. A bit is a computer term that means tiny. Now, those bits of information, that might be the, the hum of the lights, the sound of my voice, your computer on, um, the, your tummy rumbling, the cat doing something, the traffic nearby, the ticking of keyboards of somebody near you. All of the stuff that's in your awareness that you are aware of consciously and unconsciously aware of as well. So, you know, 1950s, they didn't have like, you know, I'm even going microwave ovens, but they didn't have cell phones, they didn't have computers, they didn't have so much technology that gives off different vibrations and things like that as well. So there is that too. So anyway, we'll just stick to the number of 2 million. So apparently 2 million bits of information are coming into our awareness at any point in time. We don't have the ability to take in 2 million bits of information. What the study said is we can take in 134 of those bits of information and the rest of it just kind of scatters. We drop them. Now, what we do in order to even gather those 134 bits of information is our unconscious mind. That's your, the non-thinking part of your mind or subconscious mind. Your unconscious mind is responsible for storing all of your memories, being the domain of your emotions, running your body, keeping the blueprint of you healthy, whole, and it ultimately runs you. This is where all of your patterns of emotions, behaviors, and thoughts and beliefs are stored. This is, this is in essence you. Your conscious mind thinks that sometimes it's in charge, but really it is your unconscious mind. Those memories, the beliefs, the patterns, our history, who we are, where we come from, our beliefs, these are what we call our filters. And those filters are unique to you. You have your own history and your beliefs and what makes you tick. You have your own communication style. You have everything that is uniquely you and that's what you filter the world through. So through your filters, that takes those 2 million bits and pieces that are around us and filters it down into just those 134 bits. Then our mind does something magical. It starts to distort, delete, and generalize all of that information 
and to make it fit for who we are. So we distort, delete, and generalize information. To me, this explains very much why my friend and I can be talking about the same party we went to, but have completely different opinions, memories, concepts, and likes and dislikes about the same event because we filtered it differently and we've distorted, deleted, and generalized differently. The moment that this happens, we create a movie in our mind. This is our, our internal representation. So that movie in our mind, we see it, we hear it, we feel it, we think about it, and that creates that sense of, again, who we are. Automatically, that leads us to a state. A state is a mood or an emotion, which leads us to a physiology, which is how we hold our body, and that outcome is our behavior. So the outcome is the behavior. So all of this from coming to the communication model with Sally, this is how we do what we do. We filter information, we distort, delete, and generalize it. That creates a movie in our mind, which gives us a state, a mood, or an emotion, leads to a physiology and the outcome or the output, which is our behavior. With NLP, we have so many techniques and tools that work at each of these areas of the communication model. We can start to change behaviors. We can uh, alert ourselves to our physiology, make shifts to our physiology, change our state, change the, the components of the movie that's in our mind. We can uncover what's been distorted, deleted, and generalized. We can amend, alter, change, or enhance the filters that we're using. The, the meta programs, the beliefs that we have, the communication style that we have, the anchors that are in our life, the history that we have. We can reevaluate everything in our life and start to shift the realizations. We can start to change some of those concepts about what we're bringing into our world so that if there is something that is sparking an, an unresourceful pattern or habit or outcome, we can start to track within the communication model where we need to be playing. Is it in the states, the physiology, the movie that's in our mind? Is it in the filters? Is it how we're distorting, deleting, and generalizing our world? And each when I'm teaching NLP, most of the time I'm coming back to Sally time and time and time again to share with my students where in the communication model we are amending, adapting, changing, or reframing the mind. So this is Sally, and this is the NLP communication model. If you have any questions that I can answer, please let me know. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do. I'll see you next time.